American leadership and the undeniable rights endowed by a creator that no creator, no creation can take away. Proving once again that America's strength is not just the power of its example, but the example of its power. I'm sorry, the creator, uh, create, creative department, the one of the creations and the, that, that man is actually the president of the United States of America. That is, uh, that is some crazy, crazy president stuff there. Let's dance. Lunch Bucket Joe. Just appalling. Now, we have been listening to the college students, and we've been hearing from a lot of college students lately because American colleges, uh, campuses, universities have become hotbeds of pro-jihad. Don't worry about your kid becoming a leftist at college or becoming a transgender person at college. Now you have to be concerned that your child is going to become a leftist transgender jihadi while at college because of the Democrat Party. This party should be disbanded, honestly. It, uh, it's, it's a terrorist group, don't you think, the Democrat Party? It's, uh, it's extraordinary. Now, since we were talking about the college students and what they had to say and the experiences and hide your Jewish star, hide your star of David, don't put an Israeli flag anywhere because the violent criminal mob may kill you. And the threats to uh, kidnap and rape and to murder uh, college students all over the United States. The, um, the themes are recurring themes from coast to coast. And, and you have professors that are uh, adding fuel to the fire in instance after instance as being laid out by these young women, and in some cases over the last week and two weeks, young men as well. Uh, but uh, we're, we're living in, uh, in crazy, crazy times. Let's go, to, um, let's go to Congressman Doug Collins. Congressman Doug Collins was on the television. He was on early this morning as well. And, uh, and I was watching for you, so you can sleep in. You don't have to get up like, uh, like I do hours before the sun comes up. But Congressman Doug Collins, Republican, uh, and uh, on colleges, college campuses run always by liberals, at, with a couple of notable exceptions, um, you know, Hillsdale College and, um, and uh, maybe a couple of others. But let's, uh, Liberty U, let's go to uh, Congressman Doug Collins talking about college campuses in America 2023 run by self-described liberal Democrats. Explain to me how they know that in these Brooklyn Bridge issues just the other day, at these college campuses, these Hamas, where you see sort of, this is a pretty organized kind of event. How many of them may have Hamas terrorists or other Hezbollah terrorists or other who come across? Because they cannot say with a straight face and honestly answer you, out of the two million gotaways or more, can you tell us that none of these are terrorists? Because yeah. we've already caught terrorists at the border. Absolutely. And when he says we've already caught terrorists at the border, that's generous understatement. Um, 18 people on the terror watch list were captured sneaking into the United States of America in September. 18 last month. Democrats. And also you should keep in mind that during President Trump's four years in office, 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020, 
the number of people on the terror watch list caught trying to cross our southern border. The total number over the course of four years was 11. Last month, 18. Not four years, one month. During President Trump's time as president, two people on the terror watch list nabbed in 2017, six in 2018, none in 2019, three in 2020, for a grand total of 11 on the terror watch list over the course of four years, 18 on the terror watch list last month. And in fact, since Joe Biden became president, we had, again, 11 over the course of four years on the terror watch list, nabbed at our southern border, 11 over the course of four years. Oh, you're right. Doug Collins is now a former member of Congress. I apologize. Uh, Thank you. Sebastian Gorka straightening me out on that. Thank you. Uh, Thanks, Sebastian. So 11 over the course of four years. uh, Joe Biden's first year in office, 15. That's more than all four years of uh, President Trump. Then, and that's 2021. Then in 2022, 98 people on the terror watch list. So far, well, it's fiscal year 2023 because they can't use the Gregorian calendar in Washington. They have to have their own calendar. 169 people on the terror watch list captured in 2023 uh, fiscal year. I also, uh, I, I want to mention, you know, I, I had a couple of beers last night. And at home, I had a couple of beers. Uh, we stayed home, made uh, some crab cakes, some fish, delicious, everything, nice, rice, what else? There was more stuff. Oh, coleslaw. Yeah, good stuff. And my best girl made uh, an incredible dinner. And I was, I was drinking beer. And you know what beer I was drinking? I'm not drinking Bud Light, of course, at home. And uh, last night, my, uh, uh, well, family members, Atlanta family, sent cases of ultra-right, ultra-right beer. Have you seen? I got to show Michael. I took a picture of you. The cans of, uh, oh, yeah, I brought you a six-pack. Yeah, that's right. Ultra-right beer. And uh, cans, cases of uh, cans, so I pour them into a glass. Ultra-right beer. And a, uh, a family member is behind this ultra-right beer, my best girl's family in uh, Georgia, behind ultra-right beer. And let me tell you something. If you like uh, to drink Bud Light or, or beers uh, like Bud Light, ultra-right beer. I, I uh, texted wonderful family members and said, you know, this is my new uh, Bud Light substitute beer, Ultra Right, and it's funny, and the cans are fun, Ultra Right beer. You know, it's like, uh, yeah, you got Bud Light and Miller Light, and uh, Ultra Right, much better. Great stuff. And you can find it on the Internet, Ultra Right beer. It's a great gift for liberals. They, they love Ultra Right beer. They don't really because they're, they're all communists, but... Uh, but never mind that. Yeah, and ultra right. You should take a look on uh, Al Gore's amazing internet for ultra right beer. Not just because uh, they were nice enough to send me two cases. That was actually a family member thing rather than a corporate, a corporate thing. But uh, just, just. I mean, I honestly, I'm not gonna. I, I wouldn't uh, lie to you. Why would I do that? They, uh, they're making a, a good beer. And apparently it has rapidly become the sixth largest brewing company in the United States. That's what I was told. I haven't checked that out to independently verify, but but 
Also, the Iranians continue to fire on U.S. bases in um, and at U.S. military personnel in Iraq and in Syria. What are U.S. military people doing in uh, bases in Iraq and Syria? Well, they are there, and Iran is firing missiles and uh, sending drones. Drones are the new big thing these days. But there have now been 25 attacks by Iran and their proxies on uh, U.S. military personnel in Iraq and Syria with at least 21 wounded. And Joe Biden uh, launched a feckless strike on empty buildings in Syria where they kept munitions but didn't go after the barracks where the troglodytes are are staying. Uh, It's pretty amazing. So drone strikes and missile strikes now on U.S. uh, airbase in Iraq hit yesterday. And uh, they continue to attack American forces in Iraq and Syria, right? While funding Hezbollah and Hamas and Palestinian Islamic Jihad. Uh, this is, this is uh, war through weakness, peace through strength, war through weakness. And the spokesman for Iran's foreign minister put out a statement yesterday telling us to go screw ourselves, basically said the attack on American bases in the region, especially in Iraq, is the result of wrong American policies in the region, which we hope it will correct. You reap what you sow. This is what they said. That is uh, because they're completely unafraid of Joe Biden and the United States under Joe Biden, and they will uh, continue to kill and maim and attack and wage war against everyone because they are the Islamic revolution. That is Iran. We need to, uh, you know, uh, Reza Pahlavi was on the Fox News channel this morning. He was live this morning on the Fox News channel, the son of the uh, now former and late Shah of Iran. Uh, And I got to tell you, Iran was much, much better off under the Shah and would be much better off under Reza Pahlavi who's uh, an intelligent man, a serious man, lived in the United States for a long, long time now. And uh, and I would put uh, Reza Pahlavi in there tomorrow in exchange for the mullahs and the ayatollahs, who are a uh, warmongering gang of genocidal mass murderers. And uh, they're not good to the people of Iran either. <laughs> they do have public hangings of gay people from cranes uh, and they, you know, throw gay people off rooftops to kill them with their hands tied behind their backs. And and the Democrat Party is, uh, you know, they're the useful idiots of the mullahs and the ayatollahs in Iran. They're the useful idiots of Hamas and Hezbollah because, you know, they're sensitive. They're liberals. That's what they think. So, uh, yeah, I, uh, I apologize. That's right. Doug Collins is now former, now former member of the House of Representatives. So uh, Peter Ducey was at the uh, White House briefing yesterday with cringe, you know, cringe on Pierre. And she was cringeworthy, as always, because she's a dimwit and she's raggedy Ann. But uh, Peter Ducey yesterday, because, you know, Joe Biden, yeah, you know, Joe Biden, because Joe Biden calls, he likes to call all Republicans extremists and radical and destroying our democracy. That's what the... Democrats, the rhetoric that they use 
Because that's uh, Joe Biden. He was going to bring us all together and unite us. Remember that? He ran on that. And, uh, and, and, and he was going to do so much better than Trump. Um, we didn't know that better than Trump meant war all over the world. World War III, open border gangs overrun by hostiles, more terrorists flowing across our border. Keeping in mind that September 11th was carried out by 19 jihadis, you know, plus uh, Musawi, uh, the 20th hijacker. Peter Ducey yesterday talking to cringe at the White House. Because, well, let's let uh, Joe Biden, this is how Joe Biden talks about Republicans. This MAGA crowd is really the most extreme political ex- organization that's existed in American history. Right. In recent American history. In recent American history. Then it was like the Democrat Party throughout our entire history with the, the KKK and the Confederate States of America and Jim Crow and lynchings and, you know, terrorizing people of color and all that. The most extreme in the history of the country, these MAGA Republicans, most extreme. You guys burned more cities that I can count here in a three-hour radio show because St. George Floyd of Fentanyl. St. George of Fentanyl? Yeah, that's uh, where he's from, Fentanyl. There's something dangerous happening in America now. There's an extremist movement that does not share the basic beliefs in our democracy. See, that's, uh, and that, uh, you know, people who serve in the military and work as police officers and raise normal children that aren't transgender carjackers and murderers. Uh, but Peter Ducey asked uh, Cringe yesterday at the uh, White House, well, uh, you call Republicans extremists all the time. How about Hamas and the Hamas supporters who are genocidal racists and are Democrat part of the Democrat Party base? They're very concerned right now. There are articles today, multiple articles, that the Democrats are concerned they're going to lose the jihad vote on Election Day. Peter Ducey and Cringe. Does President Biden think the anti-Israel protesters in this country are extremists? What I can say is what we've been very clear about this. When what? it comes to anti-Semitism, there is no. no place. We have to make sure that we speak against it. You're not answering loud. the question. That's I didn't ask anything about that. That's not the question I asked. Uh, Peter Ducey and the extremist radical anti-democratic cringe Jean-Pierre. We hear you guys, though, talk about extremists all the time. It is usually about MAGA extremists. So what about these protesters who are making Jewish I've students feel very, unsafe very on college campuses? She are refuses. Extremists? I've been very, very clear. Lie. We are calling out any form of hate. Uh, she refused to answer the question. She refused to call Hamas extremists, Hamas supporters extremists, college professors supporting Hamas extremists. No, 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 no. No, it's your next door neighbor, that, that, that guy that cuts his lawn and, you know, his kids are normal. Uh, those are the real extremists because the filthy, dirty, rotten Democratic Party has gone so far around the bend. And she absolutely refused. And she said, I was watching, uh, we could do a montage of, I've been perfectly clear, I'm perfectly clear. She was utterly unclear in every single instance when she said that she's been perfectly clear. She is not the brightest knife in the constellation. Hey, do you have smelly odors in your home or office that you're trying to get rid of, but they just won't go away? Well, now you can get rid of any stinky odor with the Eden Pure Thunderstorm Air Purifier. It's great. The thunderstorm gets rid of strong odors from cooking and litter boxes and cigarette smoke and even leftists. No match for the Eden Pure Thunderstorm. 
The thunderstorm starts working in a matter of seconds to clear any room of any odor. Plus, you don't have to buy filters and swap them out on a schedule and buy. No, it's self-contained. You can hold a thunderstorm in your hand. Hundreds of thousands of units already sold. Thousands of five-star reviews on Al Gore's amazing internet. I've got two of them at home myself. And this week, I've got a great deal for you. To get your own thunderstorms, because right now, you can save 200 American dollars on three Eden Pure thunderstorms for whole home protection. That's three units for under $200. All you have to do is go to EdenPureDeals.com, enter the discount code CHRIS. That's EdenPureDeals.com, the discount code is CHRIS. And because you know me, shipping is free. And that's a nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, these are strange times we're in. It is a time for choosing. Choose wisely. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Uh... All right, I think we I think we can grab a uh, a speedy call. Looks like Matt in St. Louis has a a good point to make. Matthew, you're on the Chris Plant show. Hey, Chris, happy Halloween and in Sanitopia. <laughs> Thank um, you. I, I think I think we can get these uh, Poison Ivy League and other colleges and universities shut down, like you said, for the horrendous things they're permitting and fomenting. And that would be by putting Bernie Sanders' wife in charge of them. They'd be bankrupt, <laughs> you know, in short order. And then we could also revoke student visas without uh, controversy because they wouldn't be students anymore. So problem solved. That is genius. That is uh, that is genius. Uh, Matt from St. Louis. Good stuff. True. Put uh, Bernie Sanders' wife, who bankrupted that college in Vermont. We should make her the National College and University Czar. Well, Zarina, you know, I, I, without checking, I'm going to guess Zarina. And then they'd all go bankrupt. You're a news media. Well, our terrible, awful, horrible FBI director is testifying on Capitol Hill today, too. He likes to lie under oath because he knows there are no consequences for that. And the headline from National Panhandler, this is uh, National Panhandler, isn't it? Incidents of Muslim hate bias have more than tripled in Maryland since October 7th. Really, that's not very long. So there were, there were like one and then there were three because that's pretty amazing stuff. Two weeks ago, a woman was reportedly harassed by two men waving Israeli flags on the stairs coming into the Frederick Mosque. Can you imagine such a hate crime? To have an Israeli flag near a mosque after Israel was attacked in the name of Islamic Jihad? 
truly outrageous. How dare they? And that's what, um, you know, the Democrats say, well, what about this attack on Israel? Oh, yeah, Islamophobia is real bad. That's what cringe responds with. Um, These people are nuts. There is a uh, Reuters news story now. Anti-war protests hits U.S. Congress hearing as Biden officials seek aid for Israel, comma, Ukraine. And hecklers scream at Blinken for Israel-Hamas ceasefire during Senate hearing. Where is your American pride? These people are all completely insane. Michael has been able to pull a couple of audio actualities from the hearing room where lunatics are being dragged out by law enforcement. None of them were shot like Ashley Babbitt, though, for trespassing. Um, This is the scene in the Senate where the uh, Democrats, uh, the Democrats control the Senate, of course, and they're holding a hearing. Protesters repeatedly interrupt Secretary of State. Um, Save the children of Gaza! We already, uh, we already played that one. Just uh, completely insane. The Senate Appropriations Committee holding the hearing, the Democrats controlling it. And apparently they indicted, invited some of their, indicted, uh, they invited some of their, their Democrat Party allies who are genocidal anti-Semites and pro-Jihad and anti-American. In their courageous fight to defend their nation. It's helped make sure that Russia's invasion and strategic... They're chanting from Palestine to Mexico, all the walls have got to go. Here they are. This is a run of the mill gathering of Democrats. Listen to her. Typical Democrats. They're the useful idiots of radical Islamic terrorism. They are they are typical Democrats, I'm sorry to have to say. Your Democrat Party. If you're a Democrat, this is you. I would taser them. This is an ideal circumstance to use a nightstick officer. May I recommend you use your nightstick? All the walls have got to go. May I suggest using a nightstick officer? (laughs) (laughs) See, I just, I have the thought, and Michael Piercy has the soundbite at the ready. Um... Eddie Murphy from Trading Places. May I suggest you use your nightstick officer? I think that, you know, what do you have mace for if you're not going to, you got to pepper spray these people and then nightstick them. And it's, uh, I prefer the use of the term billy club, though, because it's an Irish slur. It's an anti-Irish slur, billy club, as is the term paddy wagon, because you got your patties and your billies and they're Irish. And Now, again, I mentioned this earlier, the uh, Wall Street Journal 
The global war on Jews, anti-Semitism surges, even in the West, which is why Israel exists. And I should say that it was the great one, Mark Levin, that shot me this article this morning. We had a brief back and forth, and <clears throat> and the great one uh, sent this along today. The disturbing fact of the past month is that Jews are under attack, not only in Israel and not only by Hamas. The weeks since the barbaric October 7th Hamas invasion of Israel have witnessed physical assaults on Jews all over the world, including in the U.S. and Europe, the most modern pogrom, global, televised, politicized, demonstrates exactly what is at stake as Israel ramps up its defensive war against Hamas in Gaza. The Islamist group and its Western enablers, that's the Democrat Party here in the United States, are pursuing or justifying a genocidal war against Jews, not merely a territorial dispute with Israel. And since Western governments too often seem Unable to protect the Jewish minorities in their midst, Israel must defend itself as the only safe home for the Jewish people. This weekend, hundreds of rioters in Dagestan, Russia, stormed an airport in search of Jewish travelers. Mobs raided hotels in other parts of North Caucasus looking for Jews and a Jewish community center under construction in the city of Nalchik was the target of an apparent attack. Germany has witnessed a spate of anti-Semitic incidents, including an attack with Molotov cocktails against a synagogue in Berlin on October 18th. Some Jews found stars of David painted on their homes, an echo of the Nazi persecution. German politicians have been forceful in their denunciations but apparently not forceful enough in their policing. Two Jewish schools in London closed for a period period over safety concerns, and some British Jews no longer feel safe wearing visible symbols of their faith. That's true on American college campuses run by Democrats as well. They're probably right to worry the state can't protect them. Tens of thousands of protesters in London over three successive weekends, called for jihad and chanted from the river to the sea, which we see projected on a, a, a library at the university, at George Washington University, a library built by a Jewish family, a demand for the erasure of Israel and by extension of its citizens. A crowd in Sydney, Australia, chanted gas the Jews after the Hamas attack and we've played that for you. They are Palestinian flag-carrying foreigners in Sydney, Australia, in front of the Opera House with the Sydney Bay Bridge behind them, the old coat hanger, as they're chanting, Gas the Jews, a large mob of violent, genocidal, criminal men wearing Palestinian headdresses, carrying Palestinian flags. Americans like to believe such things couldn't happen in the U.S. Uh, it reminds me of the Frank Zappa song, you know, It Can't Happen Here. 
They have the Anti-Defamation League last weekend reported a 388% increase in anti-Semitic incidents. The head of the ADL is an Obama administration official who is not a reliable spokesman for the organization. 388% increase in anti-Semitic incidents from October 7th to October 23rd compared with the same period one year ago. The 312 incidents the ADL recorded include a car carrying individuals with Palestinian flags allegedly swerving toward a Jewish family and several alleged assaults by pro-Palestinian protesters. The ADL's tally counts 109 anti-Israel rallies featured support for Hamas or violence against Jews in Israel. These are too many. There are too many other incidents to count, uh, but paid to the notion that uh, one can distinguish anti-Zionism from anti-Semitism since October 7th. If protesters wanted to burn Israeli flags in a fit of wrong-headed peak about a two-state solution, again, the Gaza is a two-state solution, and they organized a, a pogrom and an attempted genocide, and they're attempting to wipe out Israel. A two-state solution would mean that you would grow the size of the Gaza Strip and you would grow the threat against Israel since their stated objective is the elimination of the state of Israel. There is no two-state solution. They want the final solution, and that is the problem. Two-state solution. Okay, well, here, you're going to have 25 miles of Mediterranean seafront and 141 miles of property on the water, and you can have elections. That was granted to the so-called Palestinian people, and they voted Hamas in power, and they've done nothing with the beach. And they've turned it into a beep hole, which people would like to escape. But, you know, uh, the the Rafah Gate in the south of the Gaza Strip, which goes into Egypt, is shut down by Egypt on one side. We're supposed to be bringing humanitarian supplies to the genocidal racists and the the lunatics that are attacking our ally. I don't know why we're not bringing in convoys of supplies to Putin and the Russians, because that would be the same thing. Now, the Wall Street Journal goes on, the global war on Jews also clarifies what is at stake for Western societies in this fight. The West spent the decades after the civilizational catastrophe of the Holocaust vowing never again to allow itself to slide into such barbarism. What we see now in the attacks on Jews is how that slide began. That is a fact. Before there was a Chancellor Hitler in 1933, there were roving bands of brown shirts inflicting political and anti-Semitic violence on the streets of Germany. They too often went unchecked by police, prosecutors, and politicians who didn't understand the menace, sympathized with the offenders, or merely felt overwhelmed by the scale of the danger. Hitler gained power in part because the German state no longer could maintain its monopoly on violence in defense of democratic values. Today's threats to democracy are different, but one lesson is the same and is crystal clear. A Western society 
that can't or won't muster the will to defend its Jewish neighbors and fellow citizens won't be able to defend itself. The Wall Street Journal today, under the headline, uh, global, The Global War on Jews. And, um, and we see it here in the United States. Never thought that anything like this would happen here. I was kind of like Frank Zappa on that score. It can't happen here. But that's not true anymore. It can happen here. Now, let's go to uh, the Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson. Yesterday, talking to the Fox News Channel, uh, he wants to take $14.3 billion and um, have a vote in the House on represent- uh, in the House of Representatives and then move it over to the Senate for the Senate to vote on $14.3 billion for Israel. By the way, George Soros has funneled $15 billion into the organizations that are spreading the anti, the anti, wait, I apologize, I made a mistake, $15 million. Uh, He spends so much money. Groups behind Israel bashing protests, backing Hamas attacks, got $15 million plus from George Soros and his open sore society. Now, uh, the Speaker of the House, back to the Speaker of the House, because we do have these uh, Democrat squad members that are still spewing their their uh, vile anti-Semitism. House GOP's $14 billion Israel aid bill offset with cuts to IRS cash in Biden's Inflation Reduction Act. Speaker of the House Mike, Mike J- uh, Johnson, he is he's saying, I'm going to take... Uh, $14.3 billion that have been earmarked for more IRS employees, and we're going to give that money to Israel. My intention and my desire in the first uh, draft of this bill is to take some of the money that has been set aside for the IRS, building and bulking up the IRS right now. They have about $67 billion in that fund, and we'll, we'll try to take the 14.5 necessary for this immediate and urgent need. We'll deal with the rest of that issue later. Now, you see, this is what I'm looking for from Mike Johnson, Speaker of the House. Oh, you want, see, because their plan, the Democrats' plan, the Joe Biden plan, is to have another bundled package, which they keep doing, $61 billion in funding to Ukraine, with nobody keeping track of where that $61 billion, billion dollars is going. See how I got used to using billion instead of million? $14 billion in aid to Israel, $14 billion for immigration. That means to wave more terrorists into the United States because the Democrats are in charge. $10 billion humanitarian aid, doesn't say to whom. $7.4 billion for Taiwan and the Indo-Pacific. And the Democrats want to lump all that together and have one vote on it. No, we need to have one vote on $14.3 billion to Israel and explain where the money's going to come from. Of course, this fake Inflation Reduction Act, which had all the billions and billions in there for the IRS, had nothing to do with reducing inflation because they lie about everything. And it's not paid for in any way. We're just adding it to the national debt. Our Congress is a complete disaster. We should move them to the Gaza Strip, too. What a 
field day for the heat. Thousand people in the streets. Singing songs and carrying signs. They used to mostly say hooray for our side, but they don't anymore because the left is here. Stop, children, what's that sound? Everybody, look what's going down. Tell you what, time for this song to make a comeback. Young people speaking their minds, getting so much resistance from behind. There's a man with a gun over there telling me I got to beware. Jihadis. You're a Democrat party. Now, in Virginia, Governor Glenn Youngkin. Youngkin, the Washington Examiner, has the story. Youngkin tells his PAC and office not to use Eventbrite over its censorship. It's one of these things where, you know, you set up events and they email out to everybody and all that stuff. And this organization called Eventbrite is being canceled by Governor Glenn Youngkin, the Republican in Virginia, because if you put up a post about Riley Gaines, who's a woman and recognizes that, Eventbrite will remove the event, right? But if you're scheduling events for Hamas, anti-Semitic events, then Eventbrite lets it go forward. Also, the uh, Attorney General of the Commonwealth of Virginia, Jason Miares, who is great, announced this morning, my office has launched an investigation into the nonprofit American Muslims for Palestine for fundraising without proper registration and for potentially violating Virginia's charitable solicitations laws, including benefiting or providing support to terrorist organizations. Very good. Very good, Jason Mirez. Very good, Glenn Youngkin. It's time our side stood up for our side. For how long have I been pointing out they are not on our side? The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.